This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. All right. Well, as you've been hearing in the news, the first human case connected to the coronavirus coming out of China has been detected in Washington state. That is the new respiratory virus. And this is according to media reports that we are getting from south of the border. So what can be done as this deadly disease travels past China's border? Again, confirmed the first case in Washington state. CKNW contributor Claire Allen spoke today with Dr. Danuta Skavr- an epidemiologist and lead of influenza and emerging respiratory pathogens at the BC Centre for Disease Control about what we know about the coronavirus and what we can do right here in BC to protect ourselves. We've been hearing over and over again getting a flu shot helps, although we do understand a flu shot for this particular type of virus doesn't actually do anything. So with the more and more flights coming and going between Canada and China, China, and now with this confirmation of a case in Washington state, what can we do? Here is that conversation between Claire and Dr. Skavronsky. So Dr. Skavronsky, there's been a lot of concern in the news about this coronavirus and how it is spreading in China. Uh, reports out today saying that six people have died from the disease and that there are some signs that it can be passed from human to human contact. I'm just wondering how this disease presents itself. This coronavirus is like other coronaviruses in that it causes respiratory illness, uh, typically fever and dry cough with headache and sore throat. What is different about this coronavirus from other well-known coronavirus infections in humans, which are typically associated with common cold-like symptoms, is that this coronavirus in a subset has been associated with more severe manifestations, uh, more critical illness, people experiencing shortness of breath, difficulty breathing, and chest x-rays showing um, pneumonia affecting both lungs. Uh, So in that sense, it's unclear because this is a novel coronavirus about which we have known uh, nothing prior to a month ago when this virus first emerged. We don't know whether this coronavirus ultimately will show the features of other humanized coronaviruses or whether it will follow the trajectory of the SARS coronavirus, which was also associated with more severe manifestations. Right. So you mentioned the SARS outbreak. Um, How does the coronavirus compare to the SARS outbreak? Or is it too early to tell? It's too early to tell whether the clinical features and how this virus spreads will be similar to SARS. It is genetically, it is in the same family as the SARS Uh, coronavirus and other SARS-like coronaviruses that are found in bats, which are the natural reservoir of a multitude of coronaviruses that have never before infected humans. It's likely that this coronavirus has also somehow, if we trace it back far enough, come from bats, perhaps through some other intermediary animal into humans. But this is not the SARS coronavirus. It is a a distinct virus, a new virus that has never before infected humans. 
that's why we're so interested in this virus. We don't want another coronavirus that's able to adapt to humans and becoming a human, a regular human infection, particularly one that has been associated with severe illness. Right, definitely. That sounds uh, very scary when you put it that way. It's not scary at this point. I mean, we do have to bear in mind there's been about 300 cases reported now out of China and six deaths. If you put that into context with the tens of millions of people in those regions, it it doesn't seem like it is a major threat. The reason that we are concerned about it in public health is right now it's associated with several hundred cases. We don't want it to become more than that. We don't want it to be able to adapt fully to humans uh, it has shown some limited human-to-human spread um, uh, within certain contexts or conditions, and the extent of further human-to-human transmission, we're still working out, but we want to prevent that. We want, to the extent possible, to contain it, and we want the success, actually, of SARS, though it didn't feel like it at the time, of stamping out this novel coronavirus the way we did with SARS in driving it back into nature and ceasing all further human-to-human transmission back in 2003. It took several months and huge effort to achieve that, and we still have a shot at driving this virus also back into nature and stopping human cases. Right. And I know you said we shouldn't be scared, but I know that um, in the media, they're saying that the concern is that this outbreak is coinciding with the Lunar New Year, which is a very popular time for people in China to travel throughout the country or internationally. Um, So I think, you know, there's some concern that this could spread past the borders of, of, of China and the outbreak could spread internationally. So when you say you know, don't be scared. I mean, some people are very worried. And I guess what you're saying is that maybe we shouldn't be worried about that. Well, don't get me wrong. It's not that I lack concern about this. I am concerned. And you're right that with the upcoming Lunar New Year festivals and the mass travel, there is potential for this to amplify further. But that's why it is so important that within Canada, we are messaging uh, appropriately both to travelers abroad, um, as well as to our frontline clinicians who may be uh, seeing travelers returning from uh, Wuhan or, or other areas, depending upon how this further evolves, uh, who uh, have fever, and respiratory illness. Uh, We want our clinicians to be alert. Uh, We want our airport authorities also to be appropriately screening. And together, uh, as long as we stay on guard and don't let our guard down, uh, early detection and containment of cases is the major goal of our public health response uh, and is still considered achievable until advised otherwise. And the WHO will be meeting uh, this week as well to uh, discuss uh, uh, response measures. 
Right. And you mentioned uh, airport authorities and their role in this, um, you know, making sure that this outbreak does not spread. Um, how confident are we in the screening process at the airport? I, I imagine, you know, there are new tools out there since we had the SARS outbreak. I know there was screening for Ebola that I actually went through when I was in Africa. How um, how confident are we in what is in place at airports now to detect these viruses? I think we're doing what is humanly feasible uh, and, you know, nothing is foolproof, but the screening uh, is being undertaken and we are keeping our airport authorities uh, as alert as possible. You know, the screening will be undertaken in Toronto, Montreal, and Vancouver, although there are actually no direct flights from Wuhan to any Canadian cities. That screening will be occurring in case there are those traveling from Wuhan, perhaps indirectly to those cities. But, you know, it doesn't stop at the airport authority screening. Uh, As I say, we have also been... Um, uh, reinforcing repeatedly, reinforcing messages to our frontline clinicians. I, I myself have probably sent out six or seven bulletins already, uh, not only to the airport authorities, but also to emergency rooms, infection control practitioners across the province uh, to keep this on their radar, to, to keep them alert, make them think, and Uh, remind them that uh, they are to notify the local medical health officer in their area of anyone with a fever and respiratory illness uh, returning from uh, Wuhan or other relevant exposures as uh, these become apparent to us. So, you know, together we have a shot at containing this Um, the news is changing, the information is changing on a regular basis, and and we're keeping everyone as informed as possible real time. So, Dr. Skrivansky, what can we do to protect ourselves? Well, our message foremost in relation to these cases of uh, pneumonia associated with this novel coronavirus in China are targeted towards travelers in in terms of the general population. In fact, for the general population of Canada, the risk otherwise is low. This this is not a community-level threat so far in China and, and, and certainly not in Canada at this point. We've not detected any cases. So for travelers, um, those are the individuals that we mostly want to uh, re- reinforce good uh, practices, uh, including staying away from live animal markets or other live animal contact or uh, consuming uncooked animal products. Um, that That's just a general um, uh, uh, recommendation that applies at all times and in particular given that we don't know what the animal source is of this uh, coronavirus currently um, in China. And when travelers are returning, if they are ill, they have a duty to disclose that to the border service authorities. And if they're seeking medical care, they have a duty to report that in advance to their care provider to ensure that uh, they get the proper care and uh, that others around them are also protected. Great. Well, that, those are some great tips. And thanks so much for sharing all this information with me. I really appreciate it. No problem. And again, one confirmed case in Washington state.